Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Yo, 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 yo. Looks like it's just me this morning. It's the Breakfast Club. I guess both Charlamagne and Envy are running late. I heard somebody yelling in the hallway. I believe hey. that's Envy. Oh, well, hello. I would have made it, but I had to hold the door for Charlamagne. What? Yeah, I Why was downstairs. Why is he out there greeting people when we have a show to do? He did that the whole way up here. <laughs> We're late. I get the elevator for him. He holds the elevator for somebody else. I'm like, man, we got to get here on time. Well, the person that we was holding the elevator for, he late too, and he got him on the show. Salute to Jim Kerr. You know what I'm saying? Legendary we radio would have been, personality. We would have been here on time, but Charlamagne went the whole elevator. Yeah, we late. The show right, started man, already. I was here by myself while you guys were hanging out. Y'all really got to change the show start time, man. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why after nine years y'all still start this show at 6 a.m. What's the point? If I ain't hold the elevator for Charlamagne, we would have made it on time, but he wanted to hold the elevator for somebody else. If you're on time, you're late. You're right. Today is National Day of Prayer. Also what does that mean? <laughs> also, that mean? also National Day of Reason. That's true. Okay? That's true. Two things that I really love doing, praying and uh, reasoning with people. So yeah, you should reason with us. Let's meet a compromise here, okay? We're not really late. Okay, I'll take that. We're here on time. Well, good morning, guys. This is the time God wanted us to be here. <laughs> That's your story. You yes. sticking with it? Absolutely. <laughs> My goodness. All I got right. you guys some special presents. What you got us? Is it alarm clocks? <laughs> it's some Jordans. Oh, yeah? Jordans. Let me see. But they don't come out until May 18th. You bought, you bought us some J's? No, okay. I, actually, I definitely didn't buy them. Oh, I thought you bought us some J's. What's the, what's the catch? Yeah, yeah, what's the catch? <laughs> what? What's the catch? You flying us what? out? What are you, what are you giving us some J's These for? These are courtesy of um, the trophy room, Marcus Jordan. This is... Oh, Michael Jordan's son? Yes. Send us some J's? These are actually special ones that they're doing from the trophy room based off of the colors in the trophy room, Michael Jordan's trophy room. Oh, okay. Michael so they Jordan's come out son? May 18th. Yeah. May 18th? Okay. All right. There's a store in Orlando called the Trophy it's Room. It's pretty dope. Well, thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. I hope this is a long relationship, Marcus, that you just don't, you know, just just kiss us once. You know, I hope this is a continuing relationship. What's and the they come in two different colors, blue and red. Did he send us both? Listen, calm down, Bert. You're so greedy. Just be happy that he sent you something. I'm just asking. Thank you, Marcus Jordan. Thank you, Marcus. Wow, these are pretty cool. What's yeah, the resale nice. value? <laughs> you know, these are very special very, limited, so if high. you try to sell them, they'll probably never give you anything Why again. Why Charlamagne got the red and I got the blue? What's the number five? Who's five? I don't know. These are Jordan 5, silly. Oh, the Jordan 5s. Oh. Okay. Duh. All right. Well, well, thank you, Marcus. Well, thank you, Marcus. Oh, I, I appreciate you. There's two pair? so the blue pair is limited. It's only going to be 7,000 pairs worldwide, but the red pair is only 223 pairs worldwide. How do bloods feel about that? I don't know. So wow. that's the super limited friends and family one. So they're not even going to be for sale. So if you try to resell those. Then you really get a lot of money. Then you really never get nothing from Marcus Jordan again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. Talk to Marcus. They're numbered and everything. Okay. Thank you, Marcus Thank Jordan. Thank you, Marcus. So when y'all need sneakers, make sure you go to at Trophy Room Store. But we actually are the first ones announcing the launch date, which is going to be May 18th. So nobody else knows that. Okay. Well, now they know. 
Thank you, Marcus. Thank Jordan. you, Marcus Jordan. You're no longer Michael Jordan's son to me. I mean, you are Michael <laughs> yes, Jordan's son, but you're. Yeah, how I'll did you disown re- him? I will refer from... to you as Marcus from now on. All right, there you go, Marcus, <laughs> darling. All oh, right, see, now you're going too far. But now you sound like you're ready to do something strange <laughs> for some change. Hey. Hey, these are some nice All shows. over wow. sneakers, that's what really, Jesus this is really Christ. what guys thought out over. Wow. Women do it for bags and do shoes. They? What does that have to do with what we're talking about you? I don't know. Anyway, well, shout to Marcus again, all right? Of course, uh, Michael Jordan's son, a legend son. And we have another legend son joining us this morning. <laughs> yes, Can it be we the do. owner of the trophy room? And the owner of the trophy room. We have another. I was I was getting my segue on. We have another legend son joining us today. Yes, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Junior. That's right. Ice Cube's son will be joining us this morning. Because he got a movie coming out tomorrow with... Uh, What's the name Seth of the movie? Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. The name of the movie is... <laughs> Long Shot. The Long, Long Shot, yes. There you go. Thank you. I there couldn't you remember. I, I had the trailer in my mind because the trailer came on before Avengers. But yes, it's with Seth Rogen called mm-hmm. Long Shot. All and right. Charlize Theron. Yes, she's playing <laughs> somebody who's running for president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Madam Secretary, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so we'll kick it with him next hour. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about Kamala Harris and William Barr and the whole world. They want William Barr to resign. Well, not everybody, but... Kamala Harris does. Okay. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get your ass up. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get in some front page news. Last night, the Trailblazers beat the Nuggets 97-90. They tied the series 1-1. Tonight, the Raptors take on the 76ers. I think in Philly tonight. So we'll see what happens. Good luck, Michael Rubin. Now, Yee, what else we got? Well, let's talk about William Barr, the Attorney General. He's not going to be testifying before the House Judiciary Committee today. And they announced that yesterday because there was a dispute between the Democrats and the nation's top law enforcement officer over whether or not he would publicly face questions from committee staff attorneys. Now, Kamala Harris was very upset um, at William Barr, and she wants him to resign. Here's what she said. Is in reaching your conclusion, did you personally review all of the underlying evidence? Uh, no, we accepted the statements in the report as the factual record and made our. So you our, accepted uh, the report as the evidence. Yes. You did not question or look at the underlying evidence that supports the conclusions in the report. No. Yet you represented to the American public that the evidence was not quote sufficient to support an obstruction of justice. The evidence, present, the evidence presented in the report. Ooh, bring that smoke, Kamala Harris. <laughs> Drop one of the bombs for Kamala Harris, damn it. Yeah, he's a. Uh, uh, obviously, Donald Trump is very happy with Attorney General William Barr, and he says that he's a brilliant man. Uh, here's what else Kamala Harris had to say. As the Attorney General of the United States, you run the United States Department of Justice. If in any U.S. Attorney's office around the country, the head of that office, when being asked to make a critical decision about, in this case, the person who holds the highest office in the land, and whether or not that person committed a crime, would you accept them recommending a charging decision to you if they had not reviewed the evidence? Well, that's a question for Bob Mueller. He's the U.S. attorney. He's the one who presents the report. But it was you who made the charging decision, sir. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, there you go. That's one of the reasons I uh, like Kamala Harris right there, okay? She's tough, and she's not with the BS. She's asking those all. questions. She's asking those questions, and she already knows the answer to them all, but she's allowing Roseanne Barr to play himself <laughs> for all of America to see, okay? All you need is Winston Duke to say, you know you done effed up, right? Mm. You know you done effed up. 
All right. Well, that is, Senator Harris. That is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or horrible night, or maybe your coworker just gave you some exclusive Jordans and I'm, you feel I'm not blessed. Gonna lie. I feel like y'all lining me up this morning because Angela Yee gave me two pair of Jordans. Envy buying me breakfast. I feel like somebody should have bought me breakfast. Who about to come shoot me in the I back of the head? I should have got everybody breakfast. No, you said oh, Charlemagne. I bet you two. You guys, y'all no, got you, you two. you didn't say you can't do that. You just said Charlemagne. Can you make sure you got Yee too? I got Yee's breakfast as well. That's right. I got you too, Yee. Which, how you got her if yeah, I got her? Because we together. It's a joint account. You know what I'm saying? Now, now we a couple. We together. That's all. You know what I'm saying? If you buying you breakfast, I'm buying you breakfast. My goodness. All right. Get it off your chest. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? This is Ahmad Grant from Georgetown, South Carolina. What's Georgetown! Up, bro? I love Georgetown. One time for the 803. Hey, what's up, bro? Get yeah, it off your chest. Up, Charlotte, man. Listen, I just wanted to call and, uh, you know, let y'all know about the Health Awareness Month, you know. Um, me, personally, I just went through uh, mental health problems at least like a year and a half ago. But sometimes I believe that God let things happen to you so he can work through you. That's right. Now I'm starting a, now I'm starting a business, you know, uh, breaking the stigma of mental health, and it's called Different Intentions. Word. Well, listen, man, keep up the good fight. You know, I, you know, I love for all of us to be mentally healthy, man. It's all about healing. Heal the men, baby. And you already know. And catch us on Instagram, too. Different intentions, man. I appreciate it. All right, bro. Nisha. Hi, yes. Good morning, Nisha. Good morning. Hey, this ain't the quiet storm chest. now. Don't call up here all trying to be sexy. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> What's up, mama? Get it off your chest. Yes, I want to ask Charlemagne, why does he always say that people from Florida is the craziest? You must be from, from Florida. Florida. Yes. Uh, do you have uh, access to any newspapers? Any? Uh, do you watch the news in Florida? Yes. Oh, so you think that that stuff that happens in Florida is just normal? No, but I don't, I don't mean everybody from Florida is crazy. Where are you from? What part? Tampa, Florida. Mm. Okay, who's from Tampa? Fly from Tampa, right? He's from Fort Myers. He's from Fort, Fort Myers, Myers, which is right by Tampa. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, nine times out of ten, when a president from Florida says they're not crazy, they do something real crazy uh, later. So we'll be w watching you in the news, waiting waiting to see you in the news, boo. Okay, shout out to Kodak, too. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my God. That ain't right. no good point, mama. All right. Mm -hmm. How's she going to talk about people not crazy and then shout out mm -hmm. Kodak? Mm -hmm. Hello, who's this? Hey, is there a question already? Uh, we haven't asked one yet, sir. This is get it off your chest. Oh, well, get it off your chest. What I have to say is, why do everyone focus on social media numbers nowadays? Uh, because that is uh, the currency that people care about. Digital currency. Attention attention currency is what How many followers it. do you have? I have 681, but I have verified accounts that follow me, including Cardi B. Ooh, oh, really? How'd okay. you get that? So, 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 because we went to elementary school together. MPS 128, Washington Heights. Oh, really? okay. But the question is, how can I make that account instead of the following, the amount of follows I have versus the verified accounts that do follow me? Now, wait a minute. Now, you just called up and asked why <laughs> do people care about followers. and now he you cares, just... too. Come on, now. I mean, I do care about them, but, you know, I'm not as good-looking as people that have the followers that just come easily. Well, what's you know your what page? I mean? Let's get your followers up. What's your page? Yes, my name is Diomi Cordero, D-I-O-M-I-C-O-R-D-E-R-O. Boost it up. You know, that's your Instagram name? Yes. Yeah. That's too long, bro. You got to shorten it down. Well, I tried, but I tried to buy off the account of the freaking account that has my first name only. 
but they were trying to charge twenty thousand dollars, and I'm Ooh. not paying that. I'm glad you didn't pay that. Well, tell them in Spanish why you, why you want people to follow you. Go. Porque yo tengo talento. All right. That's all you got. He's talented. Um, also, you have a song out right now, Diomi. Oh, how you know that? Oh, you want, on it? <laughs> except that you're private. I don't know how you're gonna be an artist with a private page. I, say your song right now. Go. Yeah. Let's ride the wave tonight. Let's ride the wave tonight. What the hell is going on? Dramos, what do you think? The hell just happened? <laughs> that was English, you asses. That wasn't Spanish. <laughs> All right, Poppy. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Ya tu sabe. Bye. Get Wendy Williams on the show. I'm waiting. Oh, see, Bobby. <laughs> Bye. Adios. All right. Adios. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent in English or Spanish, hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Colin. Hey. Hey, Colin. Get off your chest. Colin. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello, Hello. Colin. Colin Cleanse. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Breakfast Club, what's going on? Yeah, you high what's as up, hell. Bro? Get <laughs> off your yeah. chest. What's up with you, bro? You high as hell this morning, right? I'm just sitting in the car listening to you guys. Um, uh, this is crazy. Um, you want, you want, you want, you want to put you on hold for a second? You want to get yourself together? I, I'm fine. I'm fine. All right, I'm good. Fine. You high I, as hell. I, I, <laughs> I mean, no, I don't smoke. My job random. Um, All right, bro. Have a nice um, day, man. You be come blessed, on, man. man. You're wasting time. Go you know ahead. Get it out. Get it out. My, my 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 wife my wife my wife passed away on Easter and we used to always listen to the Breakfast Club and I was, oh, I'm just sitting in the car listening to you guys and um, I just wanted to ask you guys for some advice because I'm just restless um, I can't go to sleep um, everybody's trying to get me to eat um, I'm going through it at work okay. um, hey, I, first of all God bless you sorry for your loss. Uh, you ruined all the jokes that we were making with that, but um, yeah. uh, we we are very sorry for your loss. How did your wife die, sir? If you don't mind me asking. <clears throat> um, she had surgery about a week and a half prior um, to her death. Um, I had a couple of coworkers um, really pressing me to talk to lawyers, um, so I'm gonna put that in my agenda. Um, get some phone numbers and, and have a, a few conversations about. You know what I'm saying? What happened before, um, then, and mm. after? You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm hoping you, it you wasn't. Sound, you, you sound like you're in like a real state of grief. You know, and you're grieving very hard, and it sounds like you, you you're not you're not really you're not really present with us, which is understandable, man. Right? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Wife. I think you should just take some time for yourself. You know, take some time for yourself, and take some time to really just you know re re reflect. On the, on the love that you shared with your wife, you know, but you sound very, very, very down, man. So I would encourage you to, to, to talk to people that you love and talk to people that you're close to, brother. Like that, I don't, I don't, I don't okay. think, you should, I don't think you should hold any of those feelings that you are feeling in, at all. Cool. I'm just um, trying to, trying to make it. Make my day. Well, brother, hold, you know hold on, brother, hold on. Don't, don't hang up, brother. We're going we gonna to talk to you on, on, on the side, okay? And we love yeah. you, and our prayers yeah, are we, with you. We love you, man. We value you. We appreciate you, man. You know, you got you to gotta support system of people that are that are hold it down for you, you know? We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't love you the way your life, your wife could, but we can love you. We can love on you. 
appreciate it. She loves y'all too. We used to always listen to y'all. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I don't want you to take that the wrong way, sir. I didn't mean like love on you. Yes, like, you did. No, I didn't. Because like, Angelie yeah. looked at me so crazy just <laughs> you go, now. You, you, like, you, know, you always kinky. Like, like you want to replace his wife? No. <laughs> we love on you. I love you for real. Like, we we, we should love. Him. We love on our people. Yes. Howard. Yeah. How you doing? What's up, Howard? Man, I want to say shout out to Envy and uh, Charlemagne. Miss Yee, man, I got some fire for you, man. Why you got, got fire for you? <laughs> man, I I thought she was so cute at one point, but when I saw her in person and that way she act, man, her whole attitude changed and just made her look extra ugly. So how she act? How she act? He's the nicest person man, I know. Look, maybe about a year ago or so, oh, she was Lord. in our club Mingles. And she was leaving, and I, I, I just... What is Club her, like, Mangos? She never been to Club Mangos, bro. <laughs> you sure? I'm yes, positive. I've never been any place called Club Mangos. I don't know where no damn Club Mangos is. You All Asian and black people don't look alike, bro. <laughs> you done... You, done, no, you, listen, you, listen, you listen, saw Angela Yee look alike, and now you mad at Angela Yee. Where's that at? Come on, Yee. You know where it is. She I, I really don't damn know. Club Mangos. <laughs> it was you. And you, you act like I, I, was, I got doodle on me or something. Where is Club Mangos? Oh, she's never been everybody to Everybody got doodle on there. She's never been to Mingles in the Bronx, I bro. I promise you, never. I've never been to Club Mangos in the Bronx. If she told me she was there, I would have made sure I had a, a security guard. I never even heard she's of it. She's never been there. I've been but there. Anyways, if you said it was me, then I'd be like, maybe it was me. all stuck up, though. For real. <laughs> she wasn't there. Oh, my God. Guys, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. <laughs> Okay, let's be let's be let's be aware of but mentally you have a good one, right, whoever that girl was, please don't act stuck up like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Club Maine. I don't I know even know where that is. I thought he was Club in Miami Mingo. or something. That guy woke up morning. He woke up this morning mad as hell yeah. at Angelique. <laughs> but shout out to Club Maine. They got Christ. amazing food. It's a West Indian spot. In the Bronx? In the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely never been there. I've been there a couple times. I All thought right. he was talking about South Beach. No. Uh, Ocean. No, no, Mangoes. Isn't there mangoes? They got amazing food. It's a dope restaurant. What's in your spot? All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now you be got Don't be walking around looking like me acting mean to people, <laughs> whoever that is. <laughs> we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about the Billboard Music Award winners. You know, the Billboard Music Awards were last night. I'm sure y'all all saw the pictures on social media. We'll tell you who won. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good Happy morning. Thursday. It's National Prayer Day. Yes, it is. Now, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk the billboards. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, the Billboard Awards were last night in Vegas, and Cardi, well, Kelly Clarkson was hosting, and Cardi B had the most nominations. She had 21 nominations in 18 different categories. Put me on. I didn't see nothing. I was asleep. Oh, you you were sleeping nice and early, huh? Mm -hmm. And Drake, he became the most awarded artist in the Billboard Music Awards history. He got 12 awards, so altogether he has 27. So now he's beating wow. Taylor Swift for the most Billboard Awards. He won 12 last night? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jesus, dropping a clues bomb for Aubrey Graham. <laughs> All right, so for the awards, uh, Drake did win for top artist, so he beat out Cardi, Ariana Grande, Post Malone, and Travis Scott. He also won for, for the top, year. I'm not mad at that. He also won for top male artist, top streaming songs artist, top Hot 100 artist, top Billboard 200 artist, top song sales artist, top radio songs wow. artist. A whole bunch of different awards, like I said. Damn. Uh, top rap artist. It's deserved though. What does, yes. Here's what. This, what does Billboard? Uh, what's the factors? The criteria? Is it sales and? Radio. I thought it was the Billboard charts, right? Yeah. Okay. The charts. They have their charts that everybody pays attention to. Number okay. one on the Billboard. Um, so here's what Drake had to say. 
We've obviously had like an unfortunate series of losses within our business. I just want to encourage everybody to let other artists know how you feel about them. Let them know that you love them, respect them. While, while, we're, while we're all still here, you know, um, Schoolboy Q said something really nice about me the other day. I let him know it meant the world to me. Uh, to each and every one of you that we do this together every year. You know, we put in a lot of work together. This is our thing, we gotta protect it. So I just encourage you tonight, just show somebody some love. Tell somebody you love their music or love what they do, you know? He's right. And not, not just artists. Humans need to do that with other humans. Tell somebody you love them, you value them, and you appreciate them, man. Now, Cardi B also won for Top Rap Female Artist, beating out the City Girls and Nicki Minaj. And uh, she won for Top Rap Song with I Like It with Bad Bunny and I J like Balvin. I like it like that. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what uh, Cardi B had to say uh, when she won her Top Rap Artist speech. Hold up, people need to hear this. Woo! If you got a favorite artist, support them. Tell a friend to tell a friend about their music to get them on the chart. I want to thank Barty Gang. Gang, gang, gang. What's good? And my Fashion Nova collection is coming real soon. I'm going to have y'all looking good. And I got more music on the way. I love Cardi, man. Shout out to Fashion Nova, man. She Listen, you know how much Cardi's Fashion Nova collection be selling out immediately? I know. Yes, money doesn't change you. It just multiplies who you are. So Cardi is Cardi times 100 now. Dropping the clues bar for Cardi. I love Cardi. I heard a hard Cardi record the other day, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, mm -hmm. now there was a picture of Cardi that was circulating that looked like she wasn't wearing any underwear and her vag was out. Well, here's what she had to say about that picture. Y'all motherfuckers going around showing this picture. Now y'all photoshopping it even more like, oh, Cardi, first of all, that ain't my my right here. This is where I birthed my daughter from. <laughs> this right here, that's just my ass. You know when you got a fat ass? This is the part that gives the comfort. Y'all want to look at my so bad, y'all should have went see me when I was a mother stripper and I was promoting myself, like, come see me. That's a fact. If you are tripping <laughs> off seeing Cardi B's vagina funny, online, then uh, you must be new here, okay? Right. Come on now. You now, gotta love Cardi, man. Cardi B's always very honest about everything that she's done, and she also talked to Entertainment Tonight and discussed what surgery she had done after the baby. But I've been very depressed because I cannot stop losing weight. How are you feeling right now? I feel good, and then sometimes I feel like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, your your skin is, is like, more stretched out. I just got my boobs redone. Did you really? Yes. Are you in pain at all? Uh, no. No. Not no more. My daughter f me up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now she also talks about, actually, you know, her daughter comes up every time because she's a mom now. And she discusses how she feels guilty when she has to go on the road. I do experience that mom guilt, you know. Like, because like, right now my baby's with me. Oh, she's here? Yeah, she's here. But it, like, it makes me so sad sometimes because it's like, oh, my gosh, all that traveling. And I know her sleeping schedule is getting a little messed up. And I know every single time that she get on an airplane, it's all good. And to the landing, she starts crying. And I just be feeling so sad because it's like, I know the pain. You know when your ears pop? Mm -hmm. I just be so sad. Well, Cardi, wait till you get, wait till the baby gets older, and you know you can never tell the baby no because of that guilt. Mm -hmm. When they want to play, you gotta play, okay? That's when, right. Whenever they want to do something, you gotta do it because you're gonna be feeling guilty that you didn't. She had posted the cutest pictures where she was on the jet and she was laying in the bed with the baby. Mm -hmm. Super cute. Nice way to be able to travel too, by the way. Now, Raz B was arrested, and that was for domestic violence. He was in Minneapolis. Uh, well, he was facing a domestic violence charge in Minneapolis. He was arrested by a, for domestic assault by strangulation. 
And that was early yesterday morning, and they're saying it was his girlfriend. And they also did take pictures of her alleged injuries as evidence. Now, according to sources close to Rasby, what they're telling TMZ is that Rasby and his girlfriend got into an argument. It turned physical because she attacked him, and he was just defending himself. So they said the girlfriend did inform a family member about the altercation. That's why the cops were called, and that's why Rasby was arrested. Now, Rasby is saying that he did not strike her on purpose or choke her either on purpose. Fake news. Rasby ain't got no damn. Girlfriend, I was thinking the same thing. I thought Rasby got a girlfriend. I thought Rasby was gay too. Rasby got a girlfriend. Yes, he has a girlfriend. He was never gay. He's not openly gay. No. When did he ever say that? I, th- I, I thought he was. I did too. Didn't he All come out time. one time? Didn't he? No? My bad, Rasby. I'm part. You're part <laughs> okay. of me. Pardon me, brother. I didn't know. I thought this whole time you was openly he gay. He never came out and said he. I could have sworn he came out. Show as me big. where that. I'm happened. not gonna say I could have sworn. I could have sworn. But I did think he was gay. I really did. All right, well, they also do have surveillance footage. You sure it wasn't a girl that's a friend? No, it's his girlfriend. He has a real girlfriend. Mm. Stop it. All right, so uh, according to the audio and the uh, surveillance video footage, they're saying that there was an alleged assault that mentions a female being strangled, which was by the ramp of a uh, Macy's. Well, um, stop putting your hands on women if that story is true, and uh, my bad for thinking that you was gay, Rasby. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor about report. To defend you, I just want right? to see where you see him saying that. I, Show me. I thought I heard see that. him see that saying before. it. Yeah, if there was some where he came out somewhere, where did that happen? You got eyes. What? <laughs> How does gay? What are you saying? He looks like he is. I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. So what are you I've saying? I said too much already. Yeah, you, you did. have. <laughs> you know Unless what? you know something we don't know. There's no clothes. Just walk out the back door, bro. Just, just back away. Just back away. Walk in the back door. <laughs> see, I ain't messing with y'all. All right. Where did he say he was gay? We got front page news up next week. I start, I'm not gonna lie, I just started. I thought so too. It was just a thought. I didn't even know. I didn't. It was not even something I gave a lot of thought to. It's just something I saw, and I said, "Oh, that's what it is," and kept it moving. But if that's not what it is, and that's not what it is, hey, whatever. So I apologies, Rasby, for thinking that. But I'm not the only person. <laughs> <laughs> not. I thought so too. All right, yay. Front page huh? news. What are we talking about? Oh yes, we are going to talk about the Impossible Burger. We'll tell you where you can find it, but. Maybe you won't be able to find it too much longer if they don't step up production. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get in some front page news. Last night, the Trailblazers beat the Nuggets 97-90. They tied a series 1-1. Tonight, the Raptors take on the 76ers. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, the shooter. They're saying that he was inspired by Sandy Hook. Jesus Christ. Tristan Terrell has fully confessed to cops. He said that he did carefully plan that attack and that he researched that school shooting at length in order to plan this attack. He had went to a shooting range to practice and had at least 10 magazines for his pistol when he was caught. So you got members of Vanilla Isis influencing other members of Vanilla Isis, basically. Yes, and he did choose his victims at random. All right, now there was one student, because we told you yesterday there were two students who were unfortunately killed in this attack. And one of them, Riley Howell, was actually killed while trying to save other people. Mm. He was trying to take the man down, according to his aunt, and they said that he basically tried to tackle him. He's very athletic, and he took the fight to the assailant. They said, unfortunately, he had to give his life to do so, but he did also save lives when he did that. So he is a hero. He is a hero. First and foremost. Uh, To all members of Vanilla Isis, before you do these mass shootings, uh, always start with yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's discuss the Impossible Burger. You guys eat those, right? 
Uh, I've I made one before. I actually enjoy Beyond Burgers, Impossible Burgers. So Impossible Burgers are coming to Burger King. They're going to roll those out nationwide. That's because they did a vegetarian version of their Whopper, and they said it was such a success then now they're going to be doing that nationally this year. So that's exciting to me. I like the fact that now I can go places and get it. I used to go to um, Fridays to get the Beyond Burger. Mm-hmm. Now Burger King has it. I think White Castle already has Impossible Burgers. I read, an, I read an article that said they're running out of Beyond Burgers. Yeah, they actually they did say mm-hmm. investing in those right now. And I saw that Beyond Burger has their IPO as well. So they're about to go uh, public. But they said that Burger King does plan to take, after they made that announcement, they also did say that they can't make these Impossible Burgers fast enough. They said the uh, demand for that is growing so much that the company is struggling to keep up with the demand. They're so. not about to have GMO, GMO. No, I don't. I hope not. Watch. Well, they, this isn't meat. There's well, a lot of people, gonna, lot of people investing into they it. They're going to have uh, plant-based, they're going to have genetically modified plant-based meat in a minute. Watch. I did do some research, though, to find out how good is the Impossible Burger for you. Because uh-huh. it is about the same amount of calories as like a grass-fed a burger. burger. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, the only thing is, it's not meat. So if you don't eat meat, that's what you know. That would be the benefit to it. What? So, so it's the same thing, pretty much, with calories. I thought it was less calories. No, that's the like, only reason I was eating it. No, it's not the same. I thought it's, I was being healthy. No, but if you if you're a vegetarian, you can eat it. So maybe you don't eat meat at all. I don't eat red meat. I haven't had red meat in like 23 years. So I don't know what you're missing. I do. I, I used to have lamb. it before that, but I I don't even miss it to mm. be honest. I'm trying to cut back on this chicken, but it's making me eat a lot more carbs. Mm. So I got to figure out my balance. But that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we have actor O'Shea Jackson Jr. joining us. You've probably seen him in Straight Outta Compton or Den of Thieves. Well, we'll be talking to him next. We got a new movie coming out tomorrow called Long Shots. Mm Yeah. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, what's going on? Welcome back, sir. Thank you for having me once again. I thought you was tired of Hollywood. I thought you know, I saw something one day you was venting saying you was tired of Hollywood. Well, yeah, you get tired of it every day, but mm-hmm. you okay. know, as long as the checks come in, they seem to energize you right back up. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we seen you, you were here promoting Den of Thieves. Yes. What happens when you get tired of Hollywood and you start complaining? Who reels you back in? You know, this is my job. Yeah. My my first goal was to be a writer. Uh, you know, that's the that's my first love. But it was straight out of Compton and, and everything that I had to put into that movie, I developed skill for acting. Mm-hmm. And so after that, it was just like, this is our job now, and you got to you gotta take the punches. I always wanted to be on the other side of the camera because mm-hmm. I saw what it did as far as, you know, my dad. My dad was never the dad to be able to take me to the mall all the time. You know, it's just going to be chaotic. We can't go to Six Flags all the time without it being a a planned thing. And I wanted to take and have whatever little privacy I did have, but that's out the window now. You know, now we just got to work, and sometimes you just got to cope with that. That's interesting. Did that affect you as a child? For sure. You know, it's just you got to have a different type mindset. You're strategizing every which way that you move. You know, even the people that you associate yourself with as a as a young kid, like, you know, it, it might be cool at first, you know, mm-hmm. to be that guy or to just have that recognition for, you know, who your father is, but you, you it just adds snakes to your garden. You can't you know? just invite yeah, anybody yeah. over the house. Yeah, you know, you just can't. And, and to have that that way of thinking, to, to strategize early, it does, you know, mess with you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's a gift and a curse, but as long as you just 
keep the blessing part of it, you know, alive in your head, you'll be all right. Did you ever have a bad experience? Like you brought somebody over and they stole like your pop's Raiders cap or something? Man, like that? I had I had <laughs> a, a bunch uh, of Raider caps. <laughs> yeah, he got a few, but I had a. Uh, Homie by the name of Leonard Pearl. Yeah, I put you on blast. Leonard. He uh Leonard Pearl. He took my Bape watch for, I had when I was 15. He go give it to me. He go give it back to me on my 21st birthday. Like, what? yo, I took Come this on, from man. you, man. And just you just been cool with me for so long that I just feel bad about it. And I'm like, he's still. <laughs> <laughs> For six years, <laughs> you, you had my watch for six years, kept it in good condition, so you was rocking it. Like, wow, man, we not cool no more. So and, like, and that's vape just, ain't even popping no yeah, more. Like, what you want me to do with well, this? Vape is still popping, but would you like, listen to watch or no? No, I mean, yeah. Like, after, you just think like, damn, you know, you where just gotta chalk it? it up. Yeah. Like, where did I put it? Right. Did you and forgive Leonard? him? So you don't forgive him. No! Oh, so y'all stopped being friends no, after, after that? after that, like, no. Nah, he came out, he was being honest. He was like, yo, I took this, my bad. And he was like, F That's that. cool. I'm happy for you. I'm glad you can sleep better <laughs> at night. Nah, <laughs> can't do it, man. Can't do it. He thinking to himself, I shouldn't have told him. I know, I should have kept the watch. Hey, you know what? Uh, God see you. God see you, <laughs> man, bro. God see you. I like how you've not allowed yourself to be typecasted or stuck in one role. Is that, is that intentional? Yeah. You know, they. Uh, I really just feel personally, you know, they, they might say that I'm wrong, but I doubt that. There's just certain roles they just not going to give my pops. You know, they're just not going to mm. give it to him because he's Ice Cube. And, you know, I just from, you know, being his son, it's just stuff that I, you know, I picked up on or I, I see or I kind of feel, and I take that personal. And so what I look at it as, my father in music is untouchable. His mm -hmm. legacy, you know, you, that's nothing that you should try to outdo. It's mm -hmm. just not going to happen. But I feel that he he's being held back as far as in films with them not offering him certain roles. So it's my job to take our family's name to different heights as far as cinema goes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not giving them the opportunity to say that I could do one thing. Because after Straight Outta Compton, there was a bunch of, well, of course he could play his dad. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, yeah, he's been around him his whole life. Of course he got it. And I had to audition for two years. Like, I had to put in work to get to where I'm at. So it's to show that, you know, they, they can't put me in one thing. They can't just have me be the same dude in every movie and it's to show my versatility to show my range to show that i'm here to stay what, what genre do you find the most challenging uh you know challenging I, i'll accept all challenges but as you know dramatic roles they they are a little bit more draining uh, you could be having a great day and you got to force yourself to have a bad one you know yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. whatever the scene calls for you have to mentally put yourself in that space and that's drawn from whatever in your life got you there mm wherever your character is and you know to call on that 13 18 times in one day in a couple of hours that's real draining you know it's a it's a it takes a lot and you really feel like you've been exercising the whole day like you you know you feel exhausted comedy was this was so refreshing for me because long shot yeah long shot they want you to improv they want you to have fun they want that light mm -hmm. energy and it's all about bouncing off people. It's all about having chemistry with, with the cast. Seth and, and Charlize made me feel welcome from day one. And uh, our director, Jonathan, super approachable. And this early in my career is dope to have people that want you to shine. And, uh, you know, I feel like I kill it in this. I saw that trailer before Endgame. And you said you told Essence that your daughter was why you signed on the long shot. 
Well, she's she's my not as far as signing on the lawn shop, mm-hmm. but that's my motivation for everything thus far. But what's like, Longshot about? For people that don't know, they didn't see the trailer. Yeah, Longshot <laughs> is about Seth Rogen, who plays Fred Flarsky. He is a political journalist, and he's down on his luck. He comes see me, Lance, and uh, I play his best friend. I tell him, you know, we got to go out to this party. We go to a party where Boys to Men is at. It's chilling. Everything's popping. Oh, that was popping. hilarious. And then he looks and sees his old babysitter. Mm-hmm. And his old babysitter just happens to be the Secretary of State, Charlotte Field, played by Charlize Theron, and she's running for the presidency. So he's in love. I'm like, we got to bag this, and chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. I love the part when uh, the dude from Boys and Men said, crack it down. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. like to hear crack on a, on a wide scale. Like yeah, that. They, let him, they let him do that a couple <laughs> times. He love that. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you feel a responsibility to seek out roles that display representation for women because of your daughter? Uh, for sure. Okay. You know, you definitely, it's definitely around that time. You know, it's, it's, it's everybody can see, you know, stars everywhere you just seem to be having daughters. It's like a wave coming in. I got three. And, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's about women empowerment right now. And it's important for us as men to, to lift our ladies and to make sure that they are reaching the the heights that they want. I mean, come on, let's be for real. Women are the CEOs of our lives. They run tight. It's a, it's a tight ran ship when you are a, a mama's boy like myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just how it is, you know? How old is your child? She'll be two in August. Oh, uh, you got, got... No, I'm in a good position. Okay, I'm happy okay. right now in my life. And, you know, that's... Jordan Rain is the best thing I got going. Gotcha. And she's just making me, you know, crank it up to Super Saiyan mode. All right, we have more with O'Shea Jackson Jr. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still talking to O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son. You know, with the passing of, of Nipsey, how, how did that affect you, you being from L.A. and even with you having a daughter? With Nip, it's, you know, that was, it was such a shock. It was so out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I never, I was too young for, you know, Pac and Biggie and, you know, I'd never been shook so much by a, an artist passing the way Nipsey shook me. And it just, when you see somebody doing nothing but good, we got a lot of knuckleheads in our genre, you know. Plenty and, of people that you see and be like, somebody gonna get him if you don't start acting yeah, like like people you look at and it's you know it's just how it is and and I never heard nothing bad about Nipsey never seen him in a negative light you know I, I got to meet him one time after you know actually right before Straight Outta Compton came out it just sucks when somebody who's doing such positive thing you know positivity actually helping people mm-hmm. grow selflessly you know nobody's asking him to do this and you still get hated on enough right. that somebody got to take you away. Right. And when your life story become a what if, like, you know, it's, it's just the weakest shit. And it's up to everybody who respects Nipsey and who appreciates Nipsey to make sure that the marathon continues. Did you have any conversations with your pops about even how he came up? Because he stayed, I guess he knew how to play play, play it to where he didn't have to be in the hood and something like yeah. that couldn't happen. So did you it's, have any? It's all right to provide yeah. and without having to be in the thick of things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all, it's all right. As long as you are there showing your face, when your people ask for you to speak, you speak to them. You, 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 you give them advice. You give them the mm-hmm. game to get out. You're, you're doing things to that lead to change. It's all right if you're not there. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's just... You can't put yourself in danger. You can't put yourself in harm's risk trying to help others. How did that affect you? Because you've never had to play the hood. 
No. Never. Yeah. But it's just having it's it's having knowledge of your surroundings always, mm -hmm. no matter what. You know, any new environment, you better look around and see what's going on. That's just how it is. And, you know, just the love for your people and the knowledge of what your people are, are, are going through in cities all over, you know, not just in the U.S., but everywhere. And that knowledge itself and that love itself will, it makes you want to give others opportunities. There's so many people that got mad talent, like you just got a talent, and don't have that door open. They don't have that opportunity because of whatever circumstance. And most people don't even know what they're good at because they, they're so good at it that it come easy to them. So they mm -hmm. think, like, that that's nothing, you know. But that's a real talent, and mm -hmm. nobody's going to know that until somebody show them that. And most of us, we don't get shown that. We get shown rap uh, or singing and sports. Speaking of sports, I was going to say, are you excited about LeBron coming yeah, to the Lakers? Yeah, I love that. For what? Know, what you talking about? <laughs> Acting like if he didn't have that Knicks jersey on, you would be doing backflips. <laughs> I'm here. not a Knicks fan either. But <laughs> yeah, Knicks jerseys for me, so and so um, what is so? <laughs> they, they don't have a, a professional team in in South Carolina, so but that's not the point. Kind of blows the, with the, wind. the point is, LeBron, y'all not y'all didn't even make the playoffs. That's cool. I, listen, <laughs> listen, the listen. But I expect free agent. Really, I expect work. Really? I expect a ring by the third year. You know, LeBron's not getting no younger. Look, look, let you me know, none, you, of top free agents, none of the top free salt, agents are salt, even talking about L.A. Salt, Lakers. Salt. They actually talk about going to the Clippers. Please. Think about that. Please. I'll think about it. That don't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> no, man. What do you think the Lakers needs? Somebody with Jesus. a K in their name. You know, Clay, Kyrie, Kawhi, Kevin, any of them. He thought get about down. that. He thought about yeah, that. Get, but... Anybody, get down here and be ready to work. You know, uh, you're not coming down here to just look nice you know we need to get some chips and you know the clipper noise that can just subside you know i'm happy for y'all i'm happy for golden state i love that all these single digit championship teams are getting they shine mm -hmm. that's fine i got 16 of them things so you know uh, everybody just get your shine while the, while the king is down but yeah we'll be back do you, do you and lebron have a relationship with each other though like do you know him? Uh, he have played you? for the lakers and i love him for it like i don't, I don't know him uh, okay I would be down to be in Space Jam too. It's, it's a hella rumor, <laughs> you know. It's it's a hella rumor out right now that I'm in Space Jam too. That's absolutely not true. But, I didn't see that rumor. Yeah, uh, it's because non-Laker fans were reading my Twitter, <laughs> and he said he was missing a game because of a groin injury. And I read that as getting ready for Space Jam too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got on Twitter because I missed a radio show, and I said that I had a groin injury because I was rested for Space Jam too. Mm. Non-Laker fans was like, ooh. He's going to be on. in Space Jam, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm not in it unless LeBron James want me to. <laughs> they didn't get the joke, basically. Basically, So what's next for you besides Space Jam, too? <laughs> you know, I got <laughs> I got Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know if y'all big Godzilla fans, but I am. Yeah, I like that. I like what they're doing with that whole universe. Oh, it's... Oh, yeah. I'm so mad I'm not in the next one, but... It's dope. It's it's the best one I've ever seen. Mike Doherty, the director, made sure that it was right. He's also a co-screenwriter on it. And they, they gave a nerd the keys to the car. Mm. And I respect that, you know. <laughs> what happened to OMG? You would tell me. I, I lost his number. <laughs> no, you know, once I once I started to become a, a you know, an actor. A thespian. Yeah, you know, a thespian. Mm -hmm. It's uh, you know, it's just like I said. They typecast you once you say some lyrics that they can misconstrued or, or, or you know, whatever. 
So I just decided to just avoid that lane and to focus everything on acting. But I'm still attached to music. Mm -hmm. I produce. I make, you know, I make beats. My brother is getting lynch mob back up and running. We got some dope artists coming. And, yeah, I'm making dope connections. More famous you get, more people number you get in your phone. So, I'm, I'm you know, I might, might have a nice compilation album for y'all soon. That's interesting because you said that your father uh, still gets, they keep him in certain roles. You think rap had something to do with that as well? Everybody's scared of my dad. Yeah. So you're going to play the scary guy all the time. <laughs> and he's so down for that. He's with that, you know, so that's all good. But, like, there are things, like, there was a, some buzz going around of people who wanted my dad to play Green Lantern back in the day. Get the f*** out of here. I never yeah, heard you, that Yeah, dude, you can look it up, my man. What was what was <laughs> homie's name? Si uh, Jay and Silent Bob. I can't think. Kevin Kevin Smith. Yeah, he was he was behind it. Like, it. It was just like something that I thought was, you know, could they really ever possibly do that? Mm -hmm. And I just don't think they would, so I don't like that. And we appreciate you for joining us. Man, thank y'all. And good luck on the movies. I appreciate y'all. Long Shot May 3rd. Long Shot May 3rd. Go see it. You got to see it in theaters. The soundtrack is bumping. Your boy is in it. When you see me in the street, holla at you, man. All right. It's O'Shea Jackson Jr. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Tell somebody you love them. Tell somebody you love them because they might be suffering from hypertension right. or some high blood pressure and you might be stressed out. I just want to tell you I love you. John Moss, I love you, man. I love you, bro. Eddie, I love you, man. I love you, man. Charlemagne, I love you. I love you too, my brother. Angela, yeah, I love you. You're right. I told you. That's why. I, that's why I be making. That's why I be making all of y'all hug each other, man. Especially the men. You know what I'm saying? No, hug. For, no forced hug. Yeah, but you be trying to hug people from the back, which is awkward and uncomfortable. A hug is a hug. See. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love that's is not love. That's true. Okay. All right. Charlotte all right. Biden. All right. All oh my right. God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got rumors coming up. Yeah, what are we talking about? Yes, we're going to be talking about Remy Ma. Find out about what happened and what she's saying. Uh, after she turned herself in, you know, for this assault charge. Okay. All right, we'll get to that next. And don't forget, like, we were talking behind the scenes. Mm. You got to make sure things don't stress you out. Don't let this world stress you out. It's hard to I'm not I, let things stress you out sometimes. Nah, I know I it's hard, but you got to let go sometimes. I told y'all already, already, I'm not letting y'all niggas kill me. Okay? Yeah, you're right. I'm not letting y'all stress me out. Man, nah, you, you gotta... got bills to pay. You don't know where that money's coming from. You <clears throat> got responsibilities. Somebody we told me it, out. it does get stressful. When I get it, they get it. But you can't let things stress you out. When I get it, they get it. Not when you're about to get evicted. Yeah. Or your lights are off. We, we figure it out. Or you're hungry. <clears throat> we'll figure we figure it out. out. Everything you can figure out. Anyway, rumors on the way. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. folks up here. It's this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, the game has been posting about Nipsey Hussle since his untimely passing, and he now has written a poem, and that poem is Love Never Dies. He said, a poem I wrote for Lauren. Soulmates are born, sometimes worlds apart. As they grow in life, there's a magnetic energy that pulls them closer and closer to one another. The love knows no color. It is blind. When you find this love, there's a sign. They say you can miss it if you blink. It might pass you by if you think. If by chance the universe aligns with those two hearts in the same place at the same time, then and only then will you know that love in its purest form has a glow. It has a touch. It has a feel. It can't be undone. It is God's will. So we also ends it by saying two souls forever bonded and unbreakable seal. So that is the game. Uh, this poem to Lauren London. I think <clears throat> I've, I've been watching Game on Instagram. I, he should see a grief counselor. I mean, everybody grieves different, but I feel like Game really needs to to talk to someone 
on a daily about how he's feeling over Nipsey Hussle's death. Yeah, I think so. And I, I think, think a, a grief counselor would be good for him. I think a lot of that, too, is I think Game might be a little nervous for himself. You know, he likes to, to do a lot for the hood, and he wants to be careful himself. But I really think he misses Nipsey. Yeah. That's why grief counselors are out there. Right. That's who you can talk to at times like this. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, let's talk about the mm-hmm. owner of the Knicks and the CEO for Madison Square Garden, James Dolan. Never <laughs> heard of him. Who is that? Anyway. <laughs> He is actually getting sued right now because they're saying, according to shareholders, that he's paying himself way too much money for a job that he is barely doing. They are saying that his pay is excessive and far from fair, especially since he works at Madison Madison Square Garden only part-time. They said he's too focused on touring because he has a band. This guy's crazy. Touring and recording as the front man and guitarist for his band, JD and the Straight Shots. If you are a Knicks uh, season holder of tickets, Y'all should all file a class action lawsuit against James Dolan because y'all are always support. The ticket prices are always high, but the product sucks. So wait a minute. He owns the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He gets paid $25 million to run Madison Square Garden. He made an average of $17 million. Um, oh, no, no. Over the past three years, yeah, he, he was paid $75.6 million. $25 million a year. Mm-hmm. And all he's doing is playing with his band? That's not all he's doing, but they're saying that he's only there part-time. I- for instance, in 2017, the band performed 50 times in six countries in 41 How US old cities. is he to, still, to be in a band, like to, to be living out his childhood fantasy? First of all, you, you can be in a band forever if you want to be. His band is not popping. He's, he's, he's living out his childhood Neither fantasy. Neither are the Knicks, so you might right. as well do something that makes Touché. you happy. Touche. Okay? Touche. Now, right. Madison Square Garden Touché. is uh, saying this lawsuit is nothing more than corporate harassment. And his family is saying that they are trolls for trying to actually bring this lawsuit to him. Drop on the clues bonds for James Dolan. Why? He I want to hear his music. He out there selling bad product, and you dumbass Knicks fans keep buying it, okay? You can't even be mad at him for making all that money because y'all the ones that keep spending all up, that damn money. Let me pull up this jersey. Y'all keep that stadium popping. No matter how trash the Knicks are, y'all going to be there, front and center. I'm still a Knicks fan. I'm making making dumbass memes. Right now, y'all got all this hope. Kevin Durant coming and Kyrie Irving coming. They're all coming. And we're going to get Zion, Zion Williamson. That's right. Man, please. All right, watch. Let me look you at watch. JD and the straight shot touring. You watch. Just like y'all is going to get LeBron. Oh, Just look, he like got music videos. Get... Here's a song called Better Find a Church. Better Find a Church. <laughs> Knicks fans need somewhere to pray? My goodness. My yes. goodness. Wow, he opened for the Eagles at the Garden. I don't know who that is. Yeah, for, at the Garden. <laughs> he probably opened up for Jay-Z at the Garden, too. Who is the Eagles? The rock band, man. You never heard of the Eagles? Never heard of them. <laughs> Look He's at lying. This. Oh, never our camera guy actually plays a guitar, Steve. Oh, maybe he could join their band, yeah, too. Yeah, if you look at his Instagram, you can actually see his uh, guitar playing abilities. Okay. Some of it's a little sad. Um, <laughs> Jeez, all right, now let's talk about Sorry, Bushwick Steve. Bill from the Ghetto Boys. He's fighting stage four pancreatic cancer. and. Damn. Yes, he was diagnosed back in February. He's doing intensive chemo treatments, Jeez. but he says it's too early to tell how his body is responding. Here's what he said. And it's not like I'm afraid of dying because if anyone knows anything about me from ever so clear, you know, I died and came back already in June 19th, 1991. So I know what it's like on the other side. So that's not what really it's about. It's about life and loving life and being there for family and not just starting a dream or getting married or getting your first house and then finding out you got pancreatic cancer. You can't even live out the rest of your dream. You know, I just want people to be aware so that when they set dreams and goals, they're healthy enough to fulfill and live. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. We all have to go. Uh, all of us have an expiration date. We just we just don't live like we do because we expect to be here a long time. Bushwick knows he doesn't have much time left, so he's probably freer than he's ever been. And we all need to live life like that. Live your life like your time is limited because it is. 
Well, you know, he also kept his diagnosis private. He only had at first told close family and friends because, like we told you, he was diagnosed back in February. Mm -hmm. But he also is trying to set things up for his children. Okay. So there's another clip. Yeah. Well, the reason why I'm doing three albums right now because I noticed when most celebrities pass, they really don't have nothing set up for their children and everything's in disarray. So I figure old music will sell, yes. But if I have new music for them and I have a book and I have a documentary and I have any other endeavors that I get into now, at least they'll have residual income from those things. Word. All right. Today is National oh, Prayer Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So say a prayer for Bushwick Bill. Absolutely. Also say a prayer for Curtis Blow. He's actually asking for prayers. He's at the hospital and he's preparing for an aortic artery repair procedure. He actually had suffered an, a heart attack back in 2016. He collapsed and stopped breathing, and they gave him CPR, and then they transported him to a hospital. But right now, he's having this surgery as well. So Lord, you guys know Curtis, Curtis Blow, Blow as a hip-hop legend. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Prayers up for Curtis Blow. Okay, now, Remy Ma, she has bailed out of jail. She actually is saying, and I'm going to tell you the whole story, She's in. She was in custody because she allegedly punched Britney Taylor at the concert that went down for Pretty Lou. Tell the people who Britney Taylor is. Uh, Britney Taylor is from Love and Hip Hop. A girl who allegedly got punched. And she's a songwriter and an artist, but mm -hmm. you know her from Love and Hip Hop. Both mm -hmm. her and Remy Ma were on there together. So she accused Remy Ma of punching her and giving her a black eye. And now Remy Ma has been booked for misdemeanor assault. She turned herself in. Remy did see the judge. She did bail herself out of jail. But allegedly, according to Remy Ma, she's saying that there's video proof she was at home at the time that this alleged incident happened. They said it happened at 9.30 p.m., but according to her attorney, they have video proof she was not even there at that time. She was at home. And they also feel like it's it's very suspicious that Brittany Taylor had a civil attorney almost immediately after that happened. Usually that means somebody wants some money. The judge has given Remy a protective order, so she can't have any contact with Brittany Taylor. She also has an 8 p.m. curfew. So we'll see what happens. So did Remy get charged? Um, I mean, she bailed herself out. They yeah, she got charged. Her, so mm. She got charged. She bailed herself out. Yeah. So $1,800 we'll, bail. We'll see what happens. Um, now, Kanye West is developing a series on Showtime, and that is with Jaden Smith playing a young alternate reality Kanye West. It's a half-hour limited anthology series, and they reported that the series is called Omniverse, and... We'll see. This is Kanye West's first huge major thing. Remember, he was supposed to have a show before on HBO. I don't know. I don't what, remember. Uh -uh. I don't know. Did it, wasn't he supposed to have a show? Remember, they shot the trailer and everything, I thought. I don't recall. It was a while ago. So we'll see what happens. You don't remember it was supposed to be like Curb Your Enthusiasm, kind of? I don't. I yeah, don't that's here. You know, I can't believe y'all don't, because they actually shot it. That would have been amazing. And that was back in 2008. Mm. A Kanye West Curb Your Enthusiasm style mm -hmm. show? Yeah, so now he's doing this. So here you go. And to see uh, Jaden Smith, I'm sure a lot of people are going to tune in for that on Showtime. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne, yes. who are you giving that donkey to? Well, you know, the mayonnaise... What are you doing, man? The mayonnaise is heavy this morning. Oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? The mayonnaise is really, really, really heavy this morning. So we need Taylor Swift to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a, a word with her. Uh, our producer, Taylor, actually requested this donkey of the day. She did. You know, she hates on all other Taylors. No. Uh, you know, so. What Taylor is she hating on? Swift. Yes. Okay. okay. All right, so we well. Need, we need Taylor Swift to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. All right. We'll do that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey the death. 
and Bob Costas, a white man, asked Ray Charles, a black man, about white artists in particular, Elvis, stealing black music. Uh, everybody go Google this. It's about 2 minutes, 37 seconds long, but I'm going to play about 47 about 40 seconds of it, just to piss off Steve, our, our cameraman, Steve and the White Demon, <laughs> all right, because this sums up how I feel about this mayonnaise music. At the time, in the 50s, early 60s, a resentment of some of the white performers who were copying R&B stuff and selling more records than you and your contemporaries were. I just didn't object to it. I just felt that the music just, it wasn't that good to care about. I think Elvis was person came along at the right time. Well, here was a white kid that could do rock and roll or rhythm and blues or whatever name you want to call it. And the girls could swoon over him. Nat Cole got in trouble in Alabama when the women swooned over him. And black people been going out shaking their behind for, for, for centuries. And that's all Elvis was doing was copying that. And he was doing our kind of music. Please let Chelsea Handler give Taylor Swift the biggest hee-haw. That is way too much, Dan Mayonnaise. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes. yes. Steve is so red. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. Y'all keep shouting out Steve. Let me tell you something. There's girls in my emails and DMs trying to get a date with him. Really? Yeah. They, don't, they, like, they don't like him when he's red like One he of is them right is going to send her modeling pictures for him. She says she's a chocolate curvy girl. He's fuming. Okay, Steve. He loves Elvis. And he loves mayonnaise. <laughs> the mayonnaise so Elvis mad. in the I don't know who the Eagles are. Yeah. He's highly upset that I think Elton John is in the Beatles. No, I don't care. And he, you know what? Let's get some of Steve's music up. Oh, you gonna play some of Steve's music? Oh, now he's embarrassed. <laughs> what black man is? What black man is Steve copying? Look, he's so mad. Steve does music? Yes, yeah. he does. What black man are you copying, Steve? We'll do it behind the scenes. No, do it now. Yeah, do it now. You got something? All right, hold on. Here we go. Let's hear I, don't, it. I hope he's not cursing. <laughs> Please get my phone. Play louder, play louder. That's really Steve? Yes, that's Steve. Steve and the White Demon. <laughs> Yo, you should get a band called the White Demons. Steven and the White Demons. <laughs> play some more of it. Let me hear Bart a little bit more of it. Steve, man, man. He left the room. Let me play some more of it. Man, he's me. How are you going to not do your job and leave the room? You're supposed to do cameras. All right. You're getting a lot of play from this team. Up next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice. What is going on with his dog in this picture? Play the... You want SoundCloud, Steve? Play the rock and roll one. Play the one with the guitar. Come on. There's one more. Okay. Let's listen. Oh, oh, there's a curse. Oh, you, know you, know you know what? It's Steve Curse. You Ask me. 800-585-1051. is next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Regina. Hey, Regina. What's your question for Yee? Um, well, it's more or less um, what you guys' um, opinion are of what I'm doing. Um, I, at this point in time in my life, have decided to completely remove sex um, from relationships when I'm trying to get to build a relationship or know someone. Mm -hmm. However, I've kind of come under, I guess you could say, fire from people that I even know 
or gentlemen as well when I tell them, and I'm upfront. Mm-hmm. That you know, I am abstaining. I'm. I have been doing this for more than three years now, and I've even actually had a guy tell me that. How do I know that I can still do it? Like I need to still. Oh my God! To make sure it works. It's like riding a and bike. Say, you never forget. Exactly, and that's what I said. It's like riding a bike. You never forget. And Except I'm not riding me, anything. Remember. <laughs> there you go. So, what do you guys take on that? I mean, it's been a while, and no, I'm not in a relationship. Because mm-hmm. generally, after a while, even though they say they understand, eventually it comes to a point where they be like, I'm not going to keep doing this. I didn't know I was going to have to wait this long, and how long am I going to have to wait? And I say, till you put a ring on it. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I know people who definitely have not had sex until they got married. I know people who became born again and stopped having sex and didn't have sex again until they got married. And that just means you have to find the right person. And clearly anybody that only wants to have sex with you and won't be in a relationship without it is not the person that's for you because that's not what you're on right now. True. So I don't think okay. you should I don't think you should compromise what it is that you want to do with your body for anybody because that's your body. Now if some people are gonna miss out on a great woman because of it, then so be it. But you know, all it takes is for you to find that one right person. There could be thirty wrong ones, but you find that one right one and that's that. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well I thank you so much and I will continue on this path that I'm going until I find that right one. That's right. Okay. Good luck. She need a bike. Remember, it's your body, so can't nobody tell you (laughs) what you should be doing. She need a bike. She's trying to do some cardio. I didn't hear the whole thing. I just heard her say something about being on a bike. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's not going to ride anything for a while. She's not got no sex. She's not riding that bike. She's going to walk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit it now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Eric from Seattle, Washington. Eric from Seattle. What's your question for you, bro? Hey, I just want to ask her. Um, I really don't have anybody that I can go to advice for trying to start a business, or I know you guys, are you DJ Envy getting in real estate? Um, I'm just trying to get some advice. I've been trying to call for for a long time, but I'm really trying to build a platform for me, my son, and my wife. So, what kind of business are you trying to do? To be honest with you, I have no idea right now. Um, like I said, I don't really have anybody out here to ask questions about businesses and stuff or real estate. I have some money saved up, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Well, Eric, first I'm going to tell you that you have to figure out what you want to do and what you're passionate about, whether it's opening up a business, whether it is doing real estate, and then you have to do research. A lot of times people think, I'm going to open up a store, and they don't do any research. One of the first things you have to do if you're going to open a brick-and-mortar business is find out what the comps are around the area, what are the other businesses doing in the area, is this something that's necessary, that's needed. Location is one of the main things when you open a business. Where is it located? That can dictate whether your business is going to succeed or fail. So you have to figure out what it is that you want to do. So focus on that. Think about what it is that you need, what you wish was in Seattle, around you, that's not around you. Think about those things. And then if it is uh, real estate that you want to get into, you have to do your research. And that's going to be you really just delving into that instead of just asking questions to people on how to start a business. What business interests you? You have to think about that. A lot of us want to be entrepreneurs, but a lot of entrepreneurs aren't successful at first because they're just trying to start a business for the sake of saying they have a business. You can't just do that. Yeah, and that's what I think is going to be my problem because I'll just start it and then I won't have anybody to rely on or anything. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it's got to be something that you care about, something that you're passionate about, and something that you can see being profitable. And you have to lessen the odds of failure. That means you have to do the research, find out what's available to you. The city, a lot of cities and states, they all offer all types of help for small businesses. But you got to go take whatever classes you need to take. A lot of classes are free to help you do certain things. But you got to get out there and find out what it is you want to do, first and foremost. Yeah, and, I, and I've been trying to call you guys, and I know I only have a little bit of time, but um, I've been, I think real estate is what really catches my eye, and I've been trying to go to one of DJ Envy sem- seminars, but I know they're all on the other side of the co- uh, <laughs> country, so it's kind of hard to, to do that when I live all the way out here. Well, I'm sure that there's other seminars you can go to in your city. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just don't. I have a problem. I, I have a big problem with trust. So like, and you I know should, because a lot of seminars out there really is, try to get people. But yeah, we're going to come on the West Coast. Just make sure when you when you go to those seminars, make sure they don't upcharge you and make sure the people that's actually doing the seminars actually own properties, actually flip properties, actually have tenants. And if they don't, it's not a good and, seminar for you. But we're coming on the West Coast, man. Of, and that's what I'm afraid of because I see you on Instagram and I see flipping NJ on Instagram <laughs> and I'm like, dang, I'm trying to be like them. But um I have I have no and, I mean I really don't know what I'm doing. And Eric, there's a lot of information available online that you can do your own research. You don't have to just wait for the seminar to come there as Absolutely. well. You should be doing your own research now. A lot of free okay. information available. And what can you guys recommend me or uh, and, I w- and I would tell you to look at Trulia, look at Zillow, look at all of that so you can see what real estate is going for in whatever areas you're looking at. So you can see what's mm-hmm. on the market, you can see what things are selling for, you can see what they sold for last, so you can see the, the um, trending in prices. But that way, when you actually are ready to buy something, you've already done your research and you have all your information. Even go out with a realtor. You don't have to buy anything, but just go look at places just so you have an idea so that when you are ready, you know what you have all your questions answered and you have a lot of knowledge. How's your credit? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know, and I'm trying to oh, find a lender that I can trust. Okay, well, first no you got to find your credit. Before you go to a lender, you got to see what your credit is and, and make sure that you have over a 580 or over a 620. 580 will get you 3.5% for a loan. 620 will get you 3%. Then after, then after you get your, make sure your credit's good, then you go to a lender, bro, okay? And you can get your credit okay. free online every year. Okay, sounds good. Good luck. Thank you. All righty, brother. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Yee. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, for all of our filmmakers out there, find out how Lena Waithe and AT&T can help you, okay? Make sure you guys enter. But I'll give you the information and rumors. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yes. So I ran into Tierra Marie yesterday. Really, she did lip service, and that episode will be out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we talked a, a lot about the whole sex tape and what's going on with her and 50 Cent. So why isn't she just paying up that money? Here's what she had to say. Are you going to pay him? Um, you know, like I said, it's a process. And um, <laughs> is it going to be 50, 50 cents cent a day? At a time. <laughs> okay. Well, I was thinking 50 cents a month. No, not a day because, you know, I got to get, you know, food a day. And, you know, I ain't got it right now. <laughs> Can he garnish your wages from Love and Hip Hop? Um, <laughs> it, like I said, it's a process. <laughs> it's, a process. <laughs> it's a process. It's an ongoing process, I take yes. it. Yes. Have yeah. you guys God's spoken to it. each other personally, though? Um, no, I haven't. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. How much you on? It's like $30,000 or something. She really don't got to do she? No. I mean, I don't know. She wouldn't say whether or not, but she is coming back to Love and Hip Hop the next season. <clears throat> so... So she's coming to get that $2,500 an episode. 
Do they tax that money? Yes. Yes, they do. So you it's, get it's, ta- I don't know how much she makes per episode. Probably twenty five hundred. So it's twenty five hundred <laughs> per episode, idiot, and then man. taxes. Yes. So she, I mean, she probably don't got it for real, which is not normal. But she has I mean, a, which is not uncommon. Look, she has a song called "I Ain't Got It." Yeah, so she's, she's saying she ain't got it. Well, I garnish her wages and whatever she comes in. I'm sure fifth to try to take. But don't you also have time to pay back? Like it's not like when you get ordered to pay something, you don't have to do it right away, right? I have no idea. I, I think never, they do I, give I you some time or you like do that. like a payment plan, however. Not but sure. she's saying she ain't got it. All right, now let's talk about DJ Khaled and his son Asai. They are on the cover of GQ magazine. And you know his album with Fa- uh, Father of Asai is coming out on May 17th as well. So he posted, blessed to be on the cover with my son. Uh, and that's GQ Middle East. Their Instagram page is detailing the content of the cover story. Sure, everything DJ Khaled touches turns to gold, but as the Palestinian American has learned, nothing is more major key than fatherhood. I'm really interested in hearing uh, the record he has with Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. I really want to hear that. I heard it's a dope record. I heard that. Too. I heard really dope. All right, so Megan Good, she was on Wendy Williams, and she talked about her eyebrows. If you guys know, uh, she basically got everything, her whole eyebrows plucked off. And then she did the microblading and all of that. But now she decided to do something else. That was like 90s brow, like pluck everything out. And then eventually it was tattooed at like 25. And then at 30, it was microblading. And then I was like, you know what? I need real hair. So I got a transplant. Doctor- Where did you, where'd they take the hair from? This looks so real, back you hair. all. In your kitchen? Yeah. So they took yeah. the hair from your kitchen? They took the hair from the kitchen, sewed it back up, took that hair, harvested it, and put it into my brow. Does it grow as long as kitchen hair grows? Sometimes it does. Oh, so they paying for what I got naturally, huh? What? These thick, luscious eyebrows? No, more like mine. See, huh? my, my little thick... No, no, you, you, eyebrows, your, your, eyebrows, your, eyebrows, your eyebrows ain't got nothing on mine. My, I got mine are good. Relax, knock it off. Mine so never been touched. So you guys got relax. transplants, too? You got doctor. Yours, you, yours no, been doctor. No, mine, are, mine are natural. You got the hairline, I got the eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> All right, now... <laughs> Hazel E is ac- accusing the city girls of copying her song, Act Up. Act Up, get smacked. All right, anyway... Hazel so E does she music? Was, yeah, mm. she's been doing music. So she posted, she was actually on her Instagram lives and somebody was on there playing the songs back to back to talk about how similar they were. So let's see what you think. Here's Hazel Lee's version. Back it up, we back it up. Back it up, back it up, we back it up. Back it up, back it up, we back it up. Back it up, back it up, we back it up. Back it up, back it up, we acting up. Acting up, acting up, we acting up. Um, wait, hold on. Let's hear the city girls and let's see if you all think these are at all similar. Hold on. That don't sound nothing alike. Let me hear the other one again. Let me hear the other one again. Hold on now. Let's hear People really debut, they disp- they're disputing this? Yes. I don't think any, I think Hazel, you was just saying it. Back it up, we back it up. Back it up. Back it up, we back it up. Back it up. Back it up, we back it up. Give me a little ass so, gas. Give me a little ass <laughs> gas for the Hazel Lee. Give me a little ass <laughs> gas for the yellow foul. Backed it up and well, farted well, on you. Young Miami. I farted on you while I was backing it up. Young Miami. <laughs> young Miami did respond oh on social media. Now, she went on Baller Alert and posted a response. She said, first off, that's not even the same beat. It sounded like they tweaked the beat. Secondly, Hazel, nobody knew you made music delusional as 
bitch. Now, I'm, I did not. I didn't know she did music. She got a point with that one. I didn't know. I didn't. I only know you from getting dragged by Masika. Like I said, these loving hip hop bitches going out sad. Bitches will do anything for a coin. And Hayes, I'm in my bag right now, ho. This little girl got way more money than you, sad ass ho. Act up, you could get snatched, ho. I don't know nothing about Sheesh. none of the other stuff that uh, Young Miami talking about, but I did not know Hazel E does music. I didn't and know that. And furthermore, either. calling somebody a sad asshole will really make you feel sad. That is a terrible thing to say to somebody. You sad asshole. I'm gonna start like, saying that. I'm gonna start saying that to God. y'all every morning. <laughs> what if I am sad? What if I'm going through depression or something? Okay. Goodness gracious. Sad asshole. So that's the part like, that bothers what? you. The sad part, not the whole part. Yes. <laughs> no, so com- if you a happy asshole, you okay. It's the combination of the words, sad ass. You okay, happy ass, you happy hoe. Sad asshole, happy asshole, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. <laughs> happy asshole, thank you. <laughs> sad asshole, what if I'm depressed? Well, um, well, Hazel Lee responded. She said, whew, child, the ghetto. I can't even argue with children who don't drink water. I know you thirsty, baby, with that swamp monster vagina. I know your pH balance is trash, but let the courts decide. Good luck, love. She don't drink water? Drop on the clues bomb for Hazel E. I like the healthy clapback. I do. That is a, when you, you, you call me, you get at me about being sad, I get at you about your terrible diet. That's why you don't drink no water. You don't water. drink no water, ho. You don't or, drink no water, ho. <laughs> don't be afraid to go to drinkfreshjuice.com and order some fresh pressed juices oh, either. Lord. Oh, juice selling hey, ho. Hey, fam. <laughs> Listen, you unhealthy asshole. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, y'all everything done? sound crazy. This hoe got a mix to do. Y'all I'm done? I'm not done. Oh, Can sorry. I finish my rumors? Don't take y'all? no requests, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey ass, day asshole. Sheesh. All right. Lena Waith is doing, um, is serving as a lead mentor, and that is for AT&T's Hello Lab Filmmaker Mentorship Program. So if you guys think you can have what it takes to be a screenwriter for the program, there's going to be five screenwriters that have a piece finance and produced by AT&T, and Lena Waithe will be pairing these writers up with up-and-coming directors. So for all you directed assholes, all right, make sure that <laughs> That's you... That's what it is. It's yeah. the assholes. <laughs> yeah. You, can be like, you can't say that, man. I said assholes. Oh, okay. Holes. All right, we got to watch with you. Mentoring assholes. Okay, that's Come on, now. Come on, stop it's now. A, that's what it is. It's the assholes. You can put any oh, word before goodness. assholes, and it sounds terrible. It does? Like yes. Terrible stop. assholes. No matter what it is. The accent is bad, so when you say it, it sounds yeah. like something else. It don't matter what it, Christian asshole. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> but I'm just saying, it don't matter what it is, it sounds terrible. Rich asshole. Yes! It still sounds bad. Smart asshole. Smart asshole. Or oh, going to school asshole. <laughs> All right. We got dumb assholes, come on. And I have some breaking news for you guys. Offset is now wanted. Please have issued an arrest warrant for him. That's Remember I told you the story about him smacking somebody's phone at Target? I thought the guy that killed said they're not going to press charges. Just pay for his phone. Well, now they are saying that um, they are giving him an arrest warrant. So Damn. That's for criminal damage to property for that incident. I hope happened. he's not on probation. I hope so, too. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Up next is the People's Choice Mix Revolt. We'll see your asses tomorrow. Everybody else, uh, get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All y'all requesting assholes. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout to O'Shea Jackson Jr. for joining us. Ice Cube's young man. That's right, Ice Cube's son. Mm-hmm. He's got a new movie coming out tomorrow called Long Shots with Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. And thanks again since we're talking about people's sons. Uh, Marcus Jordan, who man, owns Michael the Jordan's trophy son. room store. Yes, he sent you guys these brand new sneakers that's not even out yet. They come out May 18th. That's dope. These new Jordo retro, retro fives. 
Thank Blue you. and red. He Thank sent you, you both. Thank One you, pair is not even going to be for sale, and the other pair they're only making seven thousand. Wow! So the resale value is crazy. You can't sell yeah, them. Yeah, the, the ones that you have that no one has only two hundred and twenty-three pairs made. Okay. And the number five um, that's on the sneaker was his number when he played ball. College ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to Marcus, man. We appreciate Salute it. Shout to Marcus. Thank shout you, Shout to the sir. trophy room out in uh, Orlando. Yes, and I'm headed out to Dallas. I'm going to be hosting a listening party with S.Fresh. So shout out to everybody in Dallas. Make sure y'all come out and check me out because I'm going to be there tonight as soon as I leave here. I want to salute the Hollywood Reporter. You know, I got a show called Emerging Hollywood that premieres on the Hollywood Reporter uh, today at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's Eastern Standard Time or Pacific Time, but uh, 2 p.m. And the first episode is with Trevor Noah. So check that out later on today, okay? Okay. All right. When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes. I want to quote uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson this morning, man. He has a great quote, and I want everybody to take this with them. Uh, he says, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? 